My feet propelled me backward into a pile of boxes, sending me to the floor with another scream. I clambered under the pool table and froze on my hands and knees, staring at the monster inside the closet. A green glowing circle hung from its neck, and terror rose in my gut as it raised its head, looked in my direction, and climbed to its feet. It slogged out from the closet and lifted a lit flashlight from the ground. My flashlight! I had dropped it without realizing it. The thing grabbed at the flesh around its neck and wrestled a rubber mask from its head. Underneath was the shadowed face of a boy with blonde hair. He looked no older than the kindergartner who lived in the apartment below us. And the glow around his neck was nothing more than a circled glow stick, the kind that kids used at Halloween when trick-or-treating. The boy's head pivoted to the entrance. He went to the doorway and peered into the hallway, undoubtedly trying to figure out how the flashlight had magically appeared. Every inch of his backside was black with dirt, and the cuffs of his jeans were rolled so tightly it looked like he had stepped into giant square donuts. He gave the hallway a final glance before padding silently back into the closet and repositioning himself on the floor. His forehead scrunched as he pulled the mask back over his head and began emptying a box of brightly colored markers. A boy. Here. A thousand thoughts spun through my head as I cast my mind back to Jamie's house and tried to visualize seeing toys on the floor or any other indications of a younger brother. I came up empty, and I told myself that even if there was another brother, there was no way Jamie would be irresponsible enough to leave him in here alone. She was horrible, but not that horrible. I hoped. The boy was facing the back of the closet with the markers laid out neatly beside him. I watched his finger glide up and down the row, lightly touching the cap of each marker, before finally plucking out the purple. He began drawing on the wall, and I froze when I saw light in the hallway and heard the sound of heavy footsteps. The old man appeared in the doorway. His beam skirted the pool table, brushed past the boxes I had fallen into, and came to a stop on the closet. The boy continued to draw, oblivious to all else, as the old man crossed the room and lowered his light. I didn't dare blink. The old man stood motionless, his flashlight beam a condensed, trembling circle on the floor by his feet. The only sound was the squeak of marker against the wall, but I could see the old man's lips moving, muttering silent words under his breath as his hand twisted the corner of his jacket into a knot. The boy set down a marker and grabbed another as the old man raised his fist into the air and held it above the boy's head. I couldn't have cried out if I wanted to. My tongue was glued to the top of my mouth. The old man's arms began to shake, and then, as abruptly as he had entered the room, he disappeared back into the hallway until there was only the sound of fading footsteps.